we celebrate today the Holy Family of Jesus, Mary and Joseph. On this feast day, we think also of our families. We think of the entire human family and of the family of the church. Unfortunately, we are so busy in the world building mansions and houses to keep our belongings. But we have failed woefully to build homes where people can live together in peace, love, acceptance, and in, un- in unity as families. Beloved, is our own little parish a home for all? Unfortunately, that might not be the case. Do we open our arms to people who do not look like us? Do we open our arms to embrace people who do not speak like us? Are we open to people from different nationalities when they come to worship with us in this church? Unfortunately, the answer will not be in the affirmative. We have the Anglos against the Hispanics. We have the Filipinos pitching their tent against the Vietnamese. And even within the Hispanic community, we have the Mexicans against Guatemalans. The Costa Ricans against the Puerto Ricans. The Ecuadorians against the Chileans. People from Colombia against those from Uruguay. Unfortunately, we come, we profess one faith, we celebrate one baptism and sacraments, we come together to share in the one cup, and we break one bread. Yet we cannot live together as a family of God. That does not mean that we will not have challenges and difficulties because of cultural conflict. But when these come, how do we resolve those challenges? Our willingness to embrace one another and the willingness to resolve those challenges when they pop up is what makes a holy family. We are reminded today that even in their holiness, Mary Joseph, And their child, Jesus, were not exempt from suffering and from the difficulties of life. A holy family is not a family without challenges, but the one that always has Christ in their midst. The holy family of Jesus, Mary and Joseph, had their challenges too. Unexpected pregnancy, the fact of being homeless in Bethlehem, They fled to become refugees in Egypt. The loss of the child in the temple when he was 12 years old. The life of poverty that they embraced. And even the selection of a new identity and a new beginning when they returned from Egypt to Nazareth. Yet, they were together. 
they held on to Christ and never wavered in their commitment to God or to one another. This was a home where the child Jesus, we are told, grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, filled with the favor of God. Let us strive to make our homes a heaven for others to grow in love, virtue, and favor. And how do we do that? Our first reading from Sirach reminds us that we should not take our family for granted. The family is a gift. And our family is our family no matter what they do or don't do to and for us. You know, when children come to me and they tell me, I hate my brother, I hate my sister, I hate them. My simple question for their reflection is, if you were the only one living in your home without mother, without father, without siblings, would you be a happy person? And immediately they tell me, no father. And I tell them, if it is no, then it means that these are special gifts to make you happy, given to you by God. Our family is a special gift. And in the same way, you are a special gift to your family. No one is an islander. Kittens are able to part from their, their, their parents, you know, after a few weeks, and puppies can do likewise, but human beings, some of us, even at the age of 30, we are still dependent on our parents. And so that tells you how much we need one another as a family. We all know of truly tragic and heartbreaking family situations, divorce, Children lost to drugs, squabbles over inheritances, misunderstandings, and even betrayals. But even in those situations, we don't lose sight of the ideal that Sirach describes in the first reading. A father and mother set in honor and authority over their children, teaching them the fear of the Lord and not relinquishing this responsibility to the media today. Children revering and praying for their parents, obeying them and caring for them when they grow old, not just dumping them in nursing homes without any responsibility towards them. Sirach says, God showers his blessings on children who honor and care for their parents. In the second reading, St. Paul reminds us that as believers in Christ, we are all brothers and sisters in the great family of our father. And our virtues should show the same love and respect we experience in our own family. When we pray the Lord's Prayer, all of us come together to say, Our Father who are in heaven, hallowed be thy name. How will the name of God be made holy if we are pitching tents against one another? 
when we cannot live in love with one another, when we are dissociating ourselves and forming, you know, a kind of barrier to surround us because we don't want to relate with other people. Dearly beloved, we build our love on the bedrock of divine love by bearing with one another and forgiving each other when grievances come. Just as the Lord has forgiven us for all those times, we haven't shown him the love he deserved. With a spirit of gratitude to God for the gift of life and the gift of his son, we serve and love each other in our family, avoiding bitterness and provocations and disobedience. Are we all not guilty in one way or the other of provoking one another, of harboring bitterness and dissension and nurturing the spirit of unforgiveness in our lives and families? Let the Holy Family inspire us today to create the culture of love, support, and mutual respect for one another. In the gospel, the two elderly people, Simeon and Anna, on the one hand, and the younger couple, Joseph and Mary, on the other, have something to teach all of us today. They teach us that the elderly have a great vocation to prayer and to share their wisdom with us. The young also have the responsibility to treasure the words of advice and encouragement of the elderly. We have developed a family culture where when the young speak, the parents have their words ready to correct them or forbid them or even scold at them. And even when the parents speak, the children do not want to hear anything from them. They talk too much. And they may even shout abuse to the parents as they themselves walk away in anger. Today, we see both Simeon and Anna speaking about the child that Mary and Joseph offer to God in the temple. This young couple listens to what the older people say about their child. This child is destined to be the sign that is rejected. And you, a sword, will pierce your own soul too. These are not words of encouragement. Yet, we are told Mary listened and kept the words in her heart. Perhaps, if there were more of this listening to one another, our family life would be happier. Beloved, the Holy Family had to struggle to make sacrifices together. Holiness is the fruit of sacrifice and struggle. Ideally, there is no place like home, but there is no such place as an ideal home. May the Lord bless all families, bring all families together, bring peace and harmony, bring mutual respect to all families, and bring the love of God to all hearts. 
especially to all families that are tearing apart. Amen.